No matter how much we know or think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. Today on Always More, Rebecca Keener discusses how the Holy Spirit is relevant to our everyday lives. He is the one who is our comforter in times of need and gives us the power to live a victorious life. Now, here's Rebecca. Well, welcome everybody. It's great to be with you again. We're here today to study more on the power of the Holy Spirit and how He helps us in our everyday life. And, it, and uh, it's been my honor and privilege to be able to study with you. Today we're talking about fighting the good fight of faith and learning how to fight in the Spirit. So we're going to be doing a um, five-part series and talking about how to fight in the, in the Holy Spirit, not fight in the flesh. And that's a great thing to learn at whatever stage you are in in your walk with, with Christ. So I hope it blesses you. I hope you'll tune in with us for the next five weeks. It's going to be kind of like a little boot camp of sorts. So some of you, it may just be a refresher course, and to some, it may just be brand new material, but I know it will bless you. So let's have a word of prayer, and we'll get right into our lesson. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for everyone joining us today. I thank you, Lord, for the privilege and the opportunity to get into your word and to study more and more about you. Lord, we ask you to anoint our time together, teach us in your word, make us stronger in your word, transform our lives into your image and likeness, and we pray these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, we, we, again, are talking about fighting the good fight of faith. And when you think about being a Christian and giving your life to Jesus Christ, one of the things that maybe you won't hear when, when you're praying that prayer of salvation for the first time is that you just joined an army. And we are in the army of God. And uh, in order to be in an army, you know, any kind of military a branch, you have to go through a boot camp of sorts. You have to be trained. You have to learn how to use the weapons of your warfare uh, that the Bible talks about. And, you know, you wouldn't join an army and not be educated as to how to operate on the battlefield, right? And so that's what we want to talk about over the next few weeks and just encourage you uh, that, that you are victorious, you are more than a conqueror, no matter what you go through in your life, that Christ Jesus has already won the victory for us. So we fight from a place of victory. So we're just going to go through as a refresher course some of the basics of what it means to be in the army of God. And I saw a quote the other day that really applied to even some things that I've been going to in my own life, some battles that we've been facing as a family, and it said, keep calm and soldier on. So I want to speak that to you today, that if you're in a battle, if your family's been in a battle, just keep calm and keep soldiering on. Amen. And we want to look at today, our text is in 1 Timothy 6 and 12. So if you want to turn there in your Bible, 1 Timothy 6 and 12. And this entire book of Timothy was written by the Apostle Paul to his spiritual son, Timothy, who was at in Ephesus at the time. And the climate in Ephesus at that time was very wicked, very evil. And so Paul was encouraging Timothy as an older brother in the faith how to stand against the darkness and the things that he was facing in the, in the spiritual climate and the cultural climate he was in in that uh, particular time. And so if you look at 
that whole chapter of First Timothy chapter 6, and we won't read the entire uh, chapter, but you can go back and read that on your own. It's very interesting. And uh, he starts out by saying to Timothy, let all who are under the yoke as bondservants esteem their own personal masters worthy of honor, fullest respect, so that the name of God and the teaching of him may be brought into may may not be brought into disrepute and blaspheme. And then he goes on to say, in dealing with difficult people, he said, he who is puffed up with pride and stupefied with conceit, although he is woefully ignorant, he has a morbid fondness for controversy and disputes and strife about words. And some of you are probably thinking right about now, that sounds like my family. And then it goes on to say, which result and produce envy and jealousy and quarrels and dissensions and abuse and insults and slander and base suspicions. He goes on to say in verse five, and protracted wrangling. You ever been in a protracted wrangling that just went on and on and on and on and just fighting and, and just no resolve to it? And then he says, and wearing discussion and perpetual friction. That kind of sounds like the, the news media right now that we see uh, every night on television. Perpetual fr friction among men who are corrupted in mind and bereft of the truth, who imagine the godliness or righteousness is a source of profit, of money-making, business means a livelihood, from such withdrawal. Wow, what a word. And then he goes on to say in verse 10, he talks about the love of money is a root of all evil. It is through this craving that some have been led astray and wandered from the faith, pierced themselves through with many acute pangs. And he says, flee from all these things. This is what he, Paul is saying to Timothy. And then in verse 12, here's the verse that you know and I know, and we've all uh, been very aware of in our walk with the Lord. It says to fight the good fight of the faith and lay hold of the eternal life to which you were summoned and for which you confess the good confession of faith before many witnesses. So Paul reminds Timothy in an atmosphere of wickedness where people are more concerned about the love of money and pursuing money, they're full of wickedness, they're full of fighting and abuse and wrangling and arguing and strife and debate. Paul, in the midst of that, is telling Timothy to fight the good fight of faith. Notice he doesn't say fight the bad fight of faith. He says fight the good fight of faith. And so we have to remember that the good fight of faith is the fight in the Holy Spirit. It's not in the flesh. Amen. And one thing that we have to remember is the good fight of faith is done in prayer, in prayer and in thanksgiving and in worship unto God. I love this quote by Napoleon Bonaparte. He said, an army marches on its stomach. Now think about that. If you apply that to your Christian walk, one of the best positions you can be in when you are in a battle is flat on your face with your nose in the carpet crying out to God. And I know that uh, already this year for me has presented numerous battles and that has had to be my position on my face, in my prayer closet, 
crying out to God, believing him. And that is fighting the good fight of faith. It's not what we see with our natural eyes that we look for when we're in prayer. But as in 2 Corinthians 4 and 18, it says that we look not to what is seen, not to what is seen with our natural eyes, but we look to what is unseen because what is Seen is temporal. That means it's temporary. What is unseen is eternal. So when you are in the midst of a battle and fighting the good fight of faith, you cannot look at the things that are in front of you. You cannot look at the people that are involved in wranglings and disputes and cursing and, and uh, strife. You look to him with your spiritual eye. You don't look at the circumstances. You look at the Lord Jesus Christ, and only the Holy Spirit can help us do that. I love what Zechariah 4 and 6 says, and you know the scripture, not by might, nor by power, but by his spirit, saith the Lord, that we call, we cry out for his spirit to empower us and to help us through every battle and to fight the good fight of faith, just as Paul told Timothy. Now, our spiritual climate today is probably very much like it was uh, back in this day when Paul wrote this in Corinthians as well as in Ephesus and, and uh, some of the other uh, Rome, the other places that he wrote letters to. There was a lot of fighting. There was a lot of contention. There was a lot of debate. There was a lot of activism. And uh, we see that today, don't we? We see so much fighting and we hear it on the news coming in our homes. Uh, constantly debate and, and scoffing and tearing down of this person and that person and, and um, so much opinion, debating about issues. So there is an atmosphere of strife and contention. So our position as Christians, our position as soldiers in the army of the Lord is fighting that good fight of faith and staying above those circumstances and above the strife and above the contention. And sometimes it gets very, very difficult. Without the power of the Holy Spirit, we can get drawn into all that. We can be tricked into all that. And so we want to uh, walk circumspectly and ask the Holy Spirit to help us, to empower us, to stay out of it, to, to uh, know when to speak and when to refrain from speaking. And when we fall, and, and we do, you know, we don't always all go through a battle perfectly. We don't always perform perfectly. We're not the perfect Christian. Amen. We have to stop and just say, Lord, forgive me. I failed. I messed up. I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have done this. I, I repent. And likewise, we have to forgive those who maybe have, have come against us. So it's very important for us to stay out of that contention, stay out of strife, and fight the good fight of faith. I think about the scripture that says, with the spirit of strife comes all manner of evil. That means that if I were to open the door to a spirit of strife, that means uh, with that comes all manner of evil. Everything behind it. Strife is the door opener, and then behind that spirit of strife comes everything else. Division, contention, jealousy, evil, murder. Uh, all these things are given a foothold and an opportunity to come into our life, and we do not want to open the door to Satan. Amen. 
I think about when I was in school, uh, in high school, I was in high school uh, at a kind of a very volatile time, and there would be a lot of fights on our campus. And um, I remember that uh, girls, you know, my age girls, juniors and seniors would just go at it. They would just <clears throat> like get in fights in the hallway. And I remember walking down the hallway and seeing just whole wads of their hair blowing down the hallway where they had been in a fight and hitting each other and pulling each other's hair out. And, and so that's not the good fight of faith, amen. That's a bad fight, and we want to stay out of the bad fights. We want to be able to fight every single opposition and enemy of the Lord, everything that is coming against the building of the Lord's kingdom, we fight it in prayer. Amen. Say that with me. I fight the good fight of faith in prayer. Amen. Just a good reminder today. Now, if you will turn over with me to Ephesians Let's look at Ephesians 6 and 12, and you probably know this scripture. We're just going to read it as a little um, a reminder today. It starts out saying, <clears throat> Paul again is writing, verse 11, let's start there, put on the whole armor of God, the armor of a heavy armed soldier, which, is, which God supplies. And we're going to talk about that and break each piece down in an upcoming program, that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the strategies and the deceit of the devil. And then it goes on to say, verse 12, this is the verse I want to focus in here, for we are not wrestling with flesh and blood. Amen. You know, it's easy to get in the carnal, in the natural, in the flesh and think, well, that person is causing all my trouble. If that person would just go away, I wouldn't have any trouble. Or uh, this situation is causing all my trouble. If, if I just didn't have to go to this job, I wouldn't have any trouble. Well, we know that's not true. We know that's a lie of the enemy. And we know that behind what we're seeing in the natural is a spiritual war that is going on and contending against us. And we have to recognize that and stop ourselves because it's a trap of the enemy, a snare of the enemy to try to pull us into a fight that is not a good fight. It's a bad fight. It's not a fight led by the Holy Spirit. It's a fight led by Satan that tries to... Uh, uh, incite us and provoke our flesh into sinning and, and then we're we're in a bad position amen so we want to remember that the fight is not against flesh and blood <clears throat> now the amplified says contending only with physical opponents and there's a lot of physical opponents on earth today but then it says, but again, against the despotisms, despotisms, that's an interesting word that means evil devices, evil things that, that the enemy tries to throw our way, to discourage us, to uh, make us just stop walking with the Lord, to just make us stop our, our pursuit of him, to stop uh, whatever ministry he's called us to. Um, so it's a scheme of the enemy, a plot of the enemy against the powers and the master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness and against the spirit forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. So we see here that there are rulers of darkness 
there are spiritual forces of wickedness up in heavenly places that are coming against us and fighting against us. And so we must continually encourage one another in the faith, encourage our brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, and, and that's what the body of Christ is for. Sometimes when we're in the midst of a battle, other people can see it. Our, our brothers and sisters in Christ can come alongside and they can help us and hold us up and, and fight for us and fight with us. Um, and maybe we can't see that. So we have to encourage one another. And uh, Romans 12 and 21 says, do not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. So that is our job as we fight the good fight of faith. We don't want to be wiped out by the evil. We don't want to be just totally pressed down and defeated and beaten down and, and feel like, you know, we have no use. We, you know, you're, you're, a, you're a farce or you're this or you're, you know, all kind of things like that. Thoughts come against us that try to discourage us and discredit us and make us feel like, you know, we're no good. And that is the voice of condemnation, which is the voice of the devil. And we do not receive that. And it, somebody needs to say a good amen with me on that. Now, when you are in a battle and fighting the good fight of faith, it is essential that we remind ourselves of who the Lord is. We have to focus on the fact of who God is and, and who we are fighting for, who we're fighting the good fight of faith for. I love the scripture, 2 Thessalonians 3 and 3, that says, the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and he will protect you from the evil one. God is faithful. No matter what battle you are in right now, I'm speaking to you there at home or wherever you are, God is faithful. He will provide for you. He will protect you. He will help you. He will get you through it when you just trust him and commit and submit the situation to him. So remind yourself, God is faithful. God loves me. God is for me. And he who is for me, uh, it says, when, when God is for me, who can be against me? Amen. And so we know that God is omnipotent. He is omniscient and he is omnipresent. And see, the devil would want us to think that he is omnipotent. He is omniscient, all-knowing. He is omnipresent, but he is not. The devil is not God's counterpart. Amen. He is a fallen angel who God created and he got into pride in heaven and God cast him out of heaven and he's been mad ever since. But 2,000 years ago on the cross, the Lord Jesus Christ won the battle and the victory over Satan and every demonic attack that maybe you have been facing today. Now, one of the things that uh, I would encourage you to do, and this is something that we do in our family, and um, I was just talking to Paul, our, our um, editor, about this, that we praise our way through the battle, and that's what I want to encourage you to do today. And you remind yourself of who God is in fighting that good fight of faith and praising your way through the battle. I was thinking about that old hymn, by Martin Luther, a mighty fortress is our God. That's taken from Psalm 46. God is our refuge and our strength, our helper in trouble and in troubles which befall us. And this hymn was a battle cry for those Christians who were being martyred uh, back in, in that particular time when Martin Luther was alive. 
and they were martyred for their convictions of Jesus Christ. And one of the things that Martin Luther said as he wrote this hymn was, I would allow no man to preach or teach God's people without the proper knowledge and the use and power of a sacred song. So if you're in a battle right now and you want to know how to fight the good fight of faith, one of the things that you can do is get you a battle song, a battle hymn, whatever it is that the Lord puts on your heart. And God will put that on your heart for you to sing out over the situation and that helps you in fighting the good fight of faith. Now some of the songs I was thinking about uh, when I was younger and growing up in the church, there was a lot of teaching about spiritual warfare and uh, through the years you, we don't hear quite as much teaching on spiritual warfare as, as I did back when I was growing up, but there were a lot of songs um, that were maybe um, like they were geared more towards spiritual warfare. One of the songs that we would sing an old hymn was Victory in Jesus. And uh, we would sing, uh, Satan, I command you in the name of the Lord, take up your weapons and flee for the Lord has given me authority. I'm going to walk all over thee. That it ended in thee. You know, you know, it's real spiritual when you throw in some these and thous. Um, but that would encourage us, you see, to fight the good fight of faith and to recognize that we're not in a fleshly battle, we're in a spiritual battle. We would sing, I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me. Do you all remember that? Some of my little grandmamas watching today, you remember. And I mean, we get to going on that song, I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me. We'd reach out and grab it back. And um, then we would sing, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. And it's good, you know, to remind ourselves that God is in control. The devil is not in control of anything. And that makes him mad. He is not in control of your life today, of the battle you've been going through, or my life today in the battle that we have been going through. And I think about uh, when I was writing these programs for today, the Lord put on my heart an old song um, that I, I, I meant to write it down. I did not write it down. And um, he put an old song on my heart, out of the snare of the fowler, out of the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Now the snare of the fowler is the devil and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord. And I forgot that song until I was in a hospital room of um, a family member who's been going through a very, very serious illness. And as I stood at the window, I began to pray in the Holy Spirit. And all of a sudden I heard that song, the snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord. So you have to get you a battle song to hold on to, and that will help you in fighting the good fight of faith. Now, here's some scriptures just to tell you just who Satan is and, and how uh, the Lord wants us to take a stand against him. In um, 1 John 4, 4, it says, uh, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. So greater is Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit who is in us than the devil who is in the world and coming against you. John 10.10 10 says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. 
But Jesus said, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. And so I just want to remind you today that the devil is the thief. He's the one stealing. And the Bible says when the thief has been caught, he has to return seven times, seven times what he has stolen. First uh, Peter 5, 8 and 9 says, be controlled and alert. Uh, be sober and vigilant, one, one version says. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to de devour. It says, resist him, resist him, and stand in the faith. And then James 4 and 7 says, submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So one way we resist him is we rebuke him. We bind him. I think about my little grandmama when a, when a stray dog would come up on the farm, she'd walk out there with her little farm dress and she'd point her finger and she would, she's a little four foot tall lady and she would say, now get, G-I-T, that's South Georgia for get away from here. And uh, that's the way we treat the devil. And of course, those dogs would tuck their tail and go running down the dirt road away from the farm. You know what? If you are in a place right now of battle, trying to fight the good fight of faith, you need to take a stand against the enemy and take authority over him. And uh, you need to resist him and rebuke him and tell him to flee. Luke 10 and 19 says, Jesus said this, Behold, I give you power to tread on, to trample on over the serpents and the scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, all the power, all the power. Say that with me, all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means will hurt you. So when you're fighting the good fight of faith, you need to fight with the weapons that God gave you. You need to remember that God is on your side. And I love the verse Colossians 2, 14 and 15 set, that says, Having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly. And in the Message Bible, it says he marched them naked down the street, naked. I guess it was Louis Grizzard that would say naked down the street. And so that is our position that we have authority over the enemy through the blood of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that, that God has made a show of them openly. When you're in a good fight of faith, remember that, that you are not under the circumstances. You are not under that warfare. You are over it, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, as Ephesians 1 says. So I just want to encourage you today, fight the good fight of faith. Don't get into the wrangling and the debate and the contention and the strife. And we've all fallen and done that. Stay in the good fight of faith. And I'm praying that you'll be able to do that, that I'll be able to do that, and that the Lord will help us to get through every battle, every storm. Let me pray with you today. Thank you for joining us. And I hope this has encouraged you. Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray for every person watching today. I ask you, Father, to help them to fight the good fight of faith. Fill them with the power of the Holy Spirit and your word. I pray that you would help them to use the weapons you have given to them to take a stand against the enemy and empower them in a mighty way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being with us, and I pray that you'll be back with us next week when we continue our series on fighting the good fight of faith. It's going to be some good stuff, so don't you miss it. 
and God bless you. Check us out on the web, alwaysmoretv.org, and we'll see you next time right here. This program is brought to you by Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and faithful friends like you. Your tax-deductible donation to Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated, founded 1974, will be used to support this program. To find out more about how you can be a part of sending the gospel through Always More, contact us at alwaysmoretv.org.